Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 43 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. O oh Lord, open our hearts to your word today. May we receive the message you desire us to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's look at Mark 15. Verse 1 is rather startling. It says, And immediately when it was morning, the chief priests with the elders and scribes and the whole council held a consultation. And when they had bound Jesus, they took him away violently and handed him over to Pilate. Well, a few things occurred to me as I read this verse. Number one, what must Jesus have been going through emotionally and spiritually from the time they apprehended him until morning? The leaders of his chosen people, the chief priests, elders, scribes, and the whole council, they were against him. Yes, this had to happen and was destined by God. But what must have Jesus been thinking and feeling as he waited for the pain to start? I don't have the answer to this, but it is something for us all to consider as we thank God for sending his son for such a time as that. Number two, these people handled him violently. Our Lord and Savior was handled violently in every way. The horrors of the human race were so very present in all their dealings with Christ. Number three, later in our chapter, Pilate knew the reason the people handed Jesus over to him was because of their jealousy. Verse 10 says, for he was aware that it was because they were prompted by envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. As we read through this chapter, we can heed the advice Jesus gave in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, keep awake and watch and pray constantly that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. We can do this. We can pray, pray against temptation. Jesus included this phrase in the Lord's prayer as well. He understood the weakness of the body. We should be aware of our weakness as well and pray diligently against temptation from sin. In this rendition of the crucifixion, Jesus did not answer Pilate regarding the accusations against him. And Pilate marveled at this. This was prophesied back in Isaiah 53, 7, which says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needed to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. We are healed and made whole through Jesus' suffering. Let us be greatly thankful for his sacrifice for us today. Some more insights. Pilate asked the crowd to excuse him from sacrificing Jesus three times. Each time he was denied. There were three men who died on a cross that day. There was darkness for three hours just before Jesus died. Jesus would be in the tomb for three days. God's perfection is shown in his plan to save us. Lastly, we read about the curtain in the Holy of Holies being torn in two. Remember, this is the curtain that is 60 feet long, 30 feet wide, four inches thick, and took 300 priests to maneuver it. Some people finally believed Jesus was the Messiah when this curtain tore in two. Let's see what's happening in Romans chapter 15. Again, the first verse speaks to my heart today. We who are strong in our convictions and of 
robust faith ought to bear with the failings and the frailties and the tender scruples of the weak. We ought to help carry the doubts and qualms of others and not to please ourselves. Paul had just written in chapter 14 about making sure that we don't put a stumbling block in our fellow believers' way. There was a controversy over food, vegetarian versus carnivore. Some were okay with eating meat, others were not. He continues his edification of the people here, encouraging those who are strong to help encourage and strengthen the weak. He gives Christ as an example to follow in this area. Christ came to fulfill the scriptures that we could read and have hope in him and his father. He presented himself to the Jewish people, the chosen people, because of God's promises. Though most of them rejected him, he came to fulfill the word because God is a God of his word. He is faithful. So Paul encourages the people to help one another so that they would be able to praise and glorify God as was intended that they do. We are included in this intention, as verse 11 says, and again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. How we are fortunate indeed to be included in God's kingdom. One of my favorite verses of encouragement is verse 13. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace and believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Wow, bubbling over, overflowing with hope. We are given the right to feel this way continually through the sacrifice of our Lord. May we reflect on this joy through our, our day today. Let's see what's happening in Exodus chapters 35 and 36 today. We read about where God made a new covenant with his people after he gave them the second stone of commandments. He also had told Moses previously how to build the tabernacle and told him who was gifted with his Holy Spirit to be able to build it. In chapter 35, Moses starts telling the people to keep the Sabbath. And then he tells them about all the offerings they were to give to start building the tabernacle. Throughout their giving, we see that people were willing-hearted as they offered what they had. God made this happen. We also read in verses 31 through 35 about the man from the tribe of Judah, who God filled with his spirit to give him the ability, wisdom, intelligence, understanding, knowledge, and craftsmanship to build all the things God wanted built. In fact, God gave him knowledge and the ability to teach what was needed to others. He also gave this to a man out of the tribe of Dan. God is specific and particular about everything he does. I'm sure there is a reason he chose these two men, the responsibility to build everything he asked. Likewise, God has chosen you for himself as well, and his perfect plan is for you. Chapter 36 has the men come together. All the men God had put the wisdom in their hearts to build his sanctuary. We also read that there were so many gifts and offerings given by the people that Moses had to ask them to stop giving. They had more than enough. God's spirit moved among the people, so there was more than enough. And this is the spirit of God, the spirit of abundance. There is never a shortage when it comes to God's will being done. Here we read about the curtains and the veil being built. The one that was like the one that was torn in two when Jesus died on the cross. I absolutely love how God has constructed this reading plan to include the day the curtain was torn in two with the making of it in the Old Testament. Glory be to God. Well, let's see what's happening in Psalm 43. Psalm 43 is divided into three parts. 
First, the psalmist writes about betrayal and deceit, the deceit of a nation and of a man. Most of us can probably relate to being betrayed by at least a person. It feels horrible. We see the psalmist feeling like God has even rejected him, and he asks God why he has to suffer. I'm sure most of us have had those same feelings when we have been at our lowest, the lowest level of betrayal. We feel like God has even left us. But then this man asks for God to give him light and truth. And isn't that what we want when we sit alone in the darkness of betrayal? We want the light to shine on the truth and we want to be vindicated. Then he writes, he will praise God and be filled with joy. The joy of vindication. God is a God of justice and he will vindicate us. We must allow, however, for God's vengeance and not seek it on our own, or we have no room for God to work. It's easy to say and harder to do. I was looking up references about God's vengeance, and there are 65 verses in the Bible talking about God's judgment and vengeance. Let's let him do the work of vengeance for us. Lastly, we read about the psalmist taking, talking to himself, asking himself why he should be sad and disturbed, reminding himself his hope and expectation are in God. Let us continue to hope and wait on God. He is never late, just as he is never early. His timing is perfect. Let us pray. Oh Lord, may we wait on you today to do all you have in mind to do. Lord, show us your provision and perfection as we read about you. Put an extra measure of faith in our hearts as we wait upon you, the God whose plan is perfect, to do all you intend to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 